You are tuned in to Studio 22 Live.tv Podcast episode number 14 Studio, Studio 22, 22, 22 Live Welcome to Studio22Live.tv podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, empower, and impact lives across the world. Welcome back to the 22 Live.TV podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgerald, and this is episode 14. And we're so glad you are back with us today. You probably were like, what is going on with Fred right now? This week's topic is health is your true wealth. And I was breathing back my stress, breathing my stress away. And you're going to know you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about because my special guest today is Eliza S. Dukes, who's a spiritual life coach. She's a recording artist. She's also a licensed ordained evangelist, and she's also the designer of The Breathing Experience, a stress relief program that has <sighs> transformed her entire life along with others, and we're going to have her on as a special guest today. This show right here is for those who are just trying to get rid of that stress, who are trying, who have some health issues, who have some challenges, and who are sick and tired of these doctors just practicing on us and not really helping us. And so this is a show that's going to talk about health. And because we are an empowerment show, we educate and we inspire and we help also help you personally. We also understand that your health is your true wealth. And I'm so excited to have our special guest, Eliza S. Dukes, on the Steel22Live.tv podcast today. But before we get started, I always love to start the show off on a high positive note. So next up is our joke of the week. This one's called Free Advice. A doctor and a lawyer were talking at a party. Their conversation was constantly interrupted by people describing their ailments and asking the doctor for free medical advice. After an hour of this, the doctor got frustrated and asked the lawyer, what do you do to stop people from asking you legal advice when you're out of the office? And the lawyer said, I give it to them. And then I sent them a bill. The doctor was shocked, but he agreed to give it a try. His receptionist brought in his mail for the day, and it was a very strange envelope sitting on the top. And the doctor said, who's that from? And she said, it looks like it's a bill from a lawyer. And that's our joke of the week. Next up is our birthday shout-outs, and I want to give a special shout-out to my man, John Taggart, Phillips, Phelps, Davis, Kavon, Peterson, Erica, Pressy, Kimberly, Robinson, Hartford, Amin, Hassan, Kimberly, Calcet, and last but not least, Monica Bell. Happy birthday, sis, and happy birthday to all of you from Steel22Live.tv.
Before we go to our interview with Eliza S. Dukes, I want to take a moment out to just thank every single one of our listeners, every single one of you listening right now. If you've been following us since we started, if you've been downloading, and also, the most importantly, if you've been sharing the show with people that you know, love, and respect that we can continue to help them, that is the biggest compliment to us. So thank you for liking the page on Facebook. Thank you for following us on Twitter. Thank you for all the birthday shout-outs you've been sending us. Don't forget our phone number is 610-466-5461. You can send us any suggestions, any comments, and any, any questions that you may have. And thank you for your continued support with the Studio22Live.tv podcast. We are so excited and honored to have Eliza S. Dukes as a special guest on the show with us today. So now I want to introduce her to some and present to others as we share with you her impressive bio from Miss Eliza S. Dukes. Eliza S. Dukes is a spiritual life coach, recording artist. She's a licensed, ordained evangelist and designer of the Breathing Experience, a stress relief program that's transformed her life along with others. After a divorce and taking custody of her 16-year-old niece to save her from the streets and being laid off from a highly stressful job in the legal field, these pressures began to grow and started affecting her health. Her doctor prescribed high blood pressure pills, which made her even sicker. She understood God as a healer because he had healed her before, so she kept seeking him for answers. She embraced many biblical truths and discovered the power of deep breathing and stretching. This brought her new strength, inner peace, weight loss, and reduced her stress dramatically. Eliza learned how to process stress by doing the practical things in the amazement of God. She is a transformational speaker who teaches biblical truths and the secret stress relief solutions to everyone feeling pressured, overburdened, and kicked around by life circumstances. And I am honored to introduce to our listeners all over the world the incomparable Eliza S. Dukes. Welcome to Steel 22 Live.tv. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is a privilege and an honor to be here with you, Fred. I just thank God for the opportunity to be able to speak into others' lives today what God has done so personable for me. I'm most grateful and humbled today. I'm glad to have you because I tell you, Personally, I talk about health um, for myself, and most of the time, I, I, there's a motto that says, you know, money can't buy you happiness, and that's true, <laughs> right? But also, I recognize that money cannot buy you health. That's true. And we, we grind all the time, and we're always trying to get, make that money and, and live and get the houses and the cars, but the most important thing we need to pay attention to is our health. So. Yes. This is our first show, actually, that we talk about because we're, we're, we're like an empowerment show. We like to educate and inspire. But that the most important thing in life, no matter if you're black, white, red, blue, or brown, or right. whatever you come from, nationality, or with your education, is your health. So to tell us about the breathing experience and also tell us about your background and how you got started. Well, you know, thinking about my father and my mother, I grew up in a house where my mother would give us herbs at every change of the season to build up our immune systems. Mm -hmm. And she cooked a lot with herbs and spices. So I was actually groomed into that. Didn't take it so serious because, you know, I was a child. But as I got older and began to um, explore different things, I realized that what my mother had taught me had become a part of me. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I would, um, you know, find some teas. Um, I had been diagnosed with a couple of fibroid tubers, tumors. So the doctor specifically, you know, wanted to give me some drugs. I refused to take them. Mm-hmm. I ain't telling everybody that, but that was my choice. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because you have to do what you believe, you know, you're communicating you with God and you're getting from God, you That's know. True. But I knew that herbs really did work. So um, I started taking a combination of um, herbs, you know, chickweed and um, some peppermint teas and really learning how to relax and in the midst of that, um, some of my fibroids had shrunk. So I never really had the effects of it that women usually get excessive bleeding, pain, and all that kind of stuff. I just didn't have it. But I did know this. I know that they still were in my body, yeah. you know. So just with all of those things going on and fast-forwarding it, it to the day, um, literally, as you said in my bio, you know, I was stressed because my niece, whoo, you know, teenagers, just they have their own way of thinking, oh, their yeah, own way of doing <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can relate. <laughs> and they will take your pressure from normal to abnormal, right. you know. Um, and I took on a lot when I took her. But I knew that. But I didn't know the in-depthness of what her pain was that she was dealing with. You know, and I'm used to helping people. But it's like you have somebody right in your care that you can't seem to reach. So that really pressured me and stressed me out. So when I went to the doctor and he put me on the blood pressure pill, um, I began to have a pain on my side. So I go back to the doctor. He's like, Eliza, you're like the worst patient. Wow. <laughs> I'm so right. sorry, doctor. Right. But he's like, you're on the lowest dose I can give you. I said, but it's not working for me. I said, you know, I feel worse than I'm on it than I was off. I said, I really got to begin to seek God and find out what are some natural solutions, you know. I said, because it's got to be some. So that started my journey of research. I started searching breathing and um, the different kind of herbs um, and just really watching my stress levels. Um, you know, um, what was those triggers that really ticked me off in a second? It made my blood pressure go from once again normal to abnormal. Right. So with those um, things becoming conscious to me, I, um, I started breathing. And, you know, I went to go look at yoga, and the Lord said, mm-mm, mm. no yoga. Right. I do not want you to incorporate yoga because yoga is actually a religion. And I had never known that until I researched a little bit. I didn't research the exercise or anything, just what is yoga? And I found that yoga didn't really have an origin of its exact beginning, but what they incorporate into it is that they deal with the subconscious mind, they deal with hypnosis, they deal with chanting, opening doors that we have no idea of, and they talk about the universe as though God does not exist. You cannot talk about the universe and not talk about God. He is the universe. He is the creator. He is the almighty. He is El Elyon. You know what I mean? So when I began to see that they talked about it being spiritual, but God was not in it, I said, "Woo, Lord, I thank you for the warning because now I fully understand. So as I began to continue to seek for the breathing, I realized that what does um, Genesis 2 and 7 says? It says that God formed man out of the dust of the earth and with the, he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So look Literally from the very beginning, God gave us everything we needed in breathing. The, find, the thing I find the most that is the biggest issue with breathing is that we take it for granted. You know, we're always breathing in and out because we do it automatically. We do it like not even thinking about it. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one day I was washing my hands. And because I've become so mindful of it, um, I realized I wasn't even breathing. I was holding my breath while I was washing my hands. I'm so, what's going on in my mind? 
that stops my breathing. So it's not always negative stuff that stops your breathing. It could just be what's ever on your mind just stops the passage of breathing coming through. So that means if you're cutting off oxygen, you're not releasing those toxins that you build up every day. Because literally your body builds up about 700 billion toxins in your body a day. If you're not breathing in and out to get it out, then literally you're storing them. Wow. It's storing fat. It's storing pressure. You know what I mean? It's not allowing um, the oxygen to circulate through your um, your organs and your blood to expel those things. So you, you're just carrying around all this excess baggage and you don't even realize it because breathing has become automatically unconscious, yeah. you know? So um, as I continue just to seek God, you know, I realize this. This is one scripture that comes to mind I want to make mention of. It says, and it's Job 33 and 4, because everything that I do is scripturally based. Okay. We live in a natural world, but we have to know how to spiritually deal with the issues that we're dealing with. Right. It says, it is the spirit of God that made me, which has stirred me up and breathed, up and breathed the breath of the almighty that gives me life, which inspires me. And that scripture blessed me so much because as I was doing the research for the breathing experience and actually doing the exercise and creating some exercises, and the exercises are isotonic and isometric um, exercises, so they are controlled. Mm. Um, gentle stretching. That's part of my secret. Didn't mean to tell all that, but I'm sharing <laughs> it anyway because once again, yoga has some stretching, but it puts you in all these different positions and you come out feeling a natural peace, but your spiritual man is all jacked up. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because you're still not processing the stress. You're still not allowing the spirit of God to give you that peace that mm -hmm. passes all understanding. That scripture really blesses me in um, Philippians 4 is because when God talks about a peace that surpasses our understanding, it's like you can be in the midst of chaos and you feel this inner peace and you like my spirit is peaceful my flesh is like rawr, 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 you know <laughs> right, but my, my my spirit you know and so you literally have to line up to what your spirit is saying and that means if you can consciously line up with what your spirit man is saying it will calm down your body that's once again what breathing does i'll give you an example Yesterday, nothing went right for me. Not, I was, and what I mean by that, I have to take that back, Lord. I don't mean not right, but it didn't go according to what Eliza had planned or wanted. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just one thing. It was several things. And wow. I was like, mm. So what I did was I ended my entire night with worship. I said, Lord, I'm shutting down everything, and I'm going to worship. And I sang because I couldn't sing a lick. <laughs> but I was so refreshed. Right. But when I woke up this morning, I was burdened. Mm. I was in this old funky mood. I said, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Eliza is back. That's right, 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 exactly. I said, Father, you know, he says, get on on that floor and get to doing that breathing experience. And mm. as soon as I got on the floor and my first position of just laying straight on my back and just breathing for a few moments, not even doing any stretching, um, before I actually got on the floor, I listened to Psalms 20. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to get all of my temper tantrums <laughs> <laughs> right, right. with God, you know, and settle it. Sure. So um, when I got on the floor and I laid and I just breathed, I just felt a releasing come, you know, because the truth is, um, statistics says also that most of us never even take a half an hour, less than an hour a day to 
relax and, and get rid of all of the things, even process what we've been through that day. We literally wait till we go to bed and most of us don't even think about it. By the time we've gotten to bed, we've exhausted all of our energy. We're trying to say a little kitty prayer and go to bed. You know what I mean? So it's literally, we have to get to a place for it where we take time for ourselves right. because we give out so much. You know what I mean? And we take in so much, but if you're not releasing what you take in, then it continues to pile up and pile up and pile up. And we wonder why, as you said from the beginning, you know, money could never buy health. You know, Robin Williams, and I always show to the women, I says, Whitney Houston, she looked like she had it all. But when she sings this song, Didn't I Almost Have It All? You can see just through everything that she went through is that that woman it was a phenomenal singer. She was beautiful. She never thought she measured up. So she never was able to process the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows of her being able to be this famous singer, you know what I mean? And right. seem like she had it everything together, but she really didn't. And you know what I believe was the key component to what really destroyed her was that she forgot her relationship with the Lord. She did not process the stress, you know what I mean? She had a lot of people speaking into her, but she did not know how to let it go, you know, because if you do what you're supposed to do unto the Lord, you know, I think it's the Colossians um, 3, um, 13, I think it is. I know it's in Colossians 3. If you um, do everything you do unto the Lord, unto him, and not unto mere men, that means that you're not looking for men to give you um, a level of confidence or an, uh, uh, accolades. You're looking to please God, so therefore you're giving him the glory and the honor, and therefore when you have the highs and the lows, they don't take you up and down, you know? So I could talk on and on and on about just, you know, really get into a place um, for myself and for others and teaching that you can understand if you don't take time for yourself, the um, issues of life are going to control you. Let me ask you this. Um, that is phenomenal. Because I don't think a lot of people, they'll say, yeah, I breathe every day. I don't have time to take time out. I say my prayers and I don't have the time because I'm moving. I got kids and this and that. So what do you say to somebody who says, what do you mean put out time to breathe i don't i mean i i gotta be at you know i gotta drop my kids over daycare i gotta go to work i got overtime where do i find the time and then when i go to bed the tv's on uh the cable's on they're watching you know empires so what do you say to that person who says i, I feel the stress i know i need to release but i don't have time to um come see eliza <laughs> <laughs> well the first thing is that um literally it takes about 15 minutes in the morning and majority of the exercise you get up, you have to get up, either eat something or whatever. You can literally open up your eyes and begin to breathe. That's how simple this is. Talk to the Lord. I mean, that right there, it levels out your blood pressure. You know what I mean? And it actually starts your mind to say, you know what? I accept peace today. You know, it starts resetting your focus the first thing in the morning. Because, you know, as soon as we get up in the morning, Fred, the mind is like a, um, a, a race car track. You know what right. I mean? Things are going in the around. Exactly. <laughs> so you're, you're actually having all of these emotions. Your thoughts are connected to these emotions. And what if you got a kid coming and jumping in the bed, screaming and hollering? Or what if you have an unruly teenager? You know what I mean? How do you really understand that taking 15 minutes in the morning could set your entire day? An instance, um, you know, a lot of people get upset when they're driving and somebody cuts them off. What just happened the other day? A lady went back after somebody right. who um, had cut her off in an accident or whatever and got killed. 
That happened, I think, two days ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but really being mindful to the point where if she would have just taken those 15 minutes that morning, she would have had a level of peace that those things that normally would bother her, she wouldn't even respond to because they were not a priority. So taking those 15 minutes once again in the morning to breathe, to process what's going on in your mind, to talk to the Lord, to learn how to hear God's voice for yourself and accept what he's saying for the day because God is always warning us. He's always talking to us. He's always communicating with us. But once again, when you don't set that peace in the morning, then you don't look for any peaceful things throughout the day. You just take what comes and you keep processing according to how you feel. But your spirit, man, is set in a place of peace, optimum peace, first thing in the morning. And I'm telling you, you can do it in the afternoon. You can do it at any moment in time. Sometimes when I'm sitting in traffic, I'm like, oh, I just begin to breathe, you know. And I sometimes it could be that sweet song that's on. I just begin to breathe through the song, you know, and taking those words that bring that peace and that calmness to my spirit that my body can accept it and appreciate it as well. Do you know someone who is extremely talented? They're a breakout artist or they're just getting started and you know they just got talent and they need to be heard? Well, send us the information. Give us a call at 610-466-5461 or send us their information at info at studio22live.tv. Subject, new talent. We'll check them out and if they're good enough, we'll highlight them on the show and give them a quick interview as well on the studio22live.tv podcast. So if you know anybody who's looking to break into the music industry who has any kind of talent, Give us a call at 610-466-5461, and we will highlight them on our show on the Steel22Live.tv podcast. Do you, do you think that this technique, um, when you say breathe, it, to someone who's listening, like or listener who's saying, well, what does she mean that I breathe? What actually do you have to do? Is it a is it a hyperventilation type breathing? Is it a smooth breathing? Like Giving me an example of how you would breathe. That's funny. You know, I keep hearing this hyperventilation thing when people ask me. I don't know where they <laughs> get I think about this like I'm thinking. I'm thinking about that listener in the UK. Like, okay, well, what is she talking about, Mike? You yeah. know, see, breathe. Like, what you talking about? But so, yeah. what do you what do you mean by that? Well, let's do a little quiz. Okay. Take your right hand, put it on your belly. Okay. Take now y'all can't see this, but <laughs> I'm doing it just so y'all know. And take your um your left hand and put it on your chest. Okay. Now I want you to breathe like you normally would breathe, but I want you to think about when you're breathing if your chest or your belly is rising more. Okay. So just... breathe in. Oh, my belly is rising more. <laughs> That's a mess, probably because I'm hungry. But let me try we'll it again. again yeah. Let me try it again. Yeah, it's definitely my stomach. Okay. Well, if your stomach rises more, then that means that you have a level of deep breathing. But oh, you need really? to be taught how to really focus it you know to benefit I mean? you. You know why that probably came from me? Because I used to rap back in the day. Okay, so you and knew we, how to pull out of your diaphragm. And yeah, we did a vocal lesson right over here at the Christian Culture Center. I okay. remember that. And they taught us how to breathe uh, from our diaphragm. Wow. And that's, so that's probably... But it's amazing. Like, I don't rap anymore, mm -hmm. but... It's amazing that you just had me do that, and I immediately, my body is used to breathing a certain way. Because I, I, I know exactly what you mean sometimes when you stop breathing. Like, sometimes I'll be thinking, and, I, you know, and I'll recognize that I haven't breathed, and my body will respond. Like, I'll be doing dishes, like mm -hmm. you said, or I can be read, I, I, I read a lot. Okay. So, sometimes I'll be, and sometimes, like, you're not conscious of it, 
but then when you're something in your brain triggers you to say uh, take a breath yes because you could be thinking of something and you could be stressed about something and you're holding your breath when I'm lifting weights I breathe incorrectly my son always tells me I gotta breathe right but you know even they, they talk about how important it is to breathe through. So I, I know there's, there's definitely yeah. truth to what you're saying because they use it in exercise. Yes. And since this is the breathing experience, this is air exercise. Let me ask you something else. Well, let me just say yeah. this one thing. Mm -hmm. If your chest rolls more, that means that you have shallow breathing. Mm. And that your chances of um, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, a stroke are more prevalent because you're not processing the, the actual breath all the way down to the bottom of your lungs. Therefore, you're not expelling anything. So a lot of times people are having these anxiety attacks, these panic attacks, and can't breathe. You know, I'm used to people to go and put the bag on. You don't even hear that anymore. People putting a bag on to mm -hmm. kind of get their breath. People just usually find them just fell out, you know what I mean, because they don't understand that they've not been conscious and mindful how to process their breathing. Wow, wow. This is, this is. So when, when you were younger, what did you do before the breathing experience? that allowed you to get through your stress? How did you handle it? Because um, there's somebody out right, right now who probably say, okay, this is, I don't know about this. How can I handle, how, you know, what did you used to do? And compare it to now your breathing experience, how you handled things before. Well, I always played tennis. So when I was upset or, or I could always take a trail walk because I live real big, next to a really big park in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So, um, or, one of my famous things I still do now is I love to sing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I could sing until I'm full. Mm -hmm. You know, I could sing until I feel the presence of God touching me and, and bringing forth that assurance and that peace, you know what I mean? And just really allow me to relax and know, you know what, God, you got this. I don't like it, but God, you got this. Right. God, I accept it. You know, God, you got this. So really processing it through. Um, my singing, I think, has been my biggest stress reliever. And then I like to walk, too. You so walk, okay. Yeah. That's good. So you got any um, brothers and sisters? Yeah, I am the youngest of six. Wow. And yeah. I, I just heard you say from Philly, so shout out to our Philly listeners. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And I'll tell you, Fred, recently I lost my sister. And this okay, just kind of... Thank you. This kind of just made me more mindful of my stress. Mm -hmm. You know, my sister wrote two books, and um, at one point in her life, she had a nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out how she had it because she was such a giver. Mm -hmm. But once again, she didn't let that stress go, mm -hmm. you know. And my ultimate goal with her was she had gotten to a place where she didn't forgive people anymore. And I realized that's another big issue with stress is unforgiveness. You know, something I teach in the breathing experience is that you really got to forgive yourself. You got to ask God for forgiveness and you got to forgive people and name them by name. You got to release them so you can release all that pressure in your mind. Because you know what? If we could go back and erase our past, we would have the biggest erasers erasing our past, but we can't. Right. But we do have control over what we do in the future, what kind of health we want to have, you know. When I look a lot at my sister again, uh, my sister poured a lot into me. She had 10 years on me, and she was in business, and, you know, she was very, very um, witty, you know. Um, she had a business from the time that she was in college. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people that came and spoke at her memorial service said one thing about her was that they learned a lot from her. But what I thought that she really missed once again was letting that stuff go. But this is the blessing of God. And the last eight months of her life, she was calling on people she'd never talked to in years she had not forgiven because she had finally let it go. So she did not leave here. I'm going to say she didn't even forgive me at point in time. When I came to the hospital to see her, she says, I don't want to see you. 
Mm. I used to tiptoe into her room when she was sleeping and began to pray. Wow. Cry and pray because I was upset to say my own sister didn't want to see me. So I said to the Lord, I says, Lord, whatever it takes for me to never get to a place where I break down to the point where I cannot let stuff go, I ask you to deal with me now to make me mindful, to make me conscious every day to forgive immediately. Therefore, I'm not picking up the burden to carry because the quicker you forgive, the quicker you can let it go. But when you don't forgive quickly, that, that, that pain, that distress, that torment that the enemy sends into your mind, it grows and grows. It begins to connect the other areas of your life, and you find yourself on high blood pressure pills, diabetes, you know what I mean? I believe all of that is nothing but stress. And if you go into the American um, Society on Stress, there are so many statistics about stress and depression. They're saying by 2030, that at least um, 30 million people will be out of work and taking disability because of stress. That's how powerful stress is. Wow. And there's a term that says stress kills. Yep. And that's yep. true. So mm -hmm. we do it to ourselves? Yep. Is that what it is? That is true. Yes. Because life is going to happen. I mean, mm. I, I mentioned uh, there's, there's a great... Uh, one of my mentors, Jim Rohn, who passed a couple years ago, used to always say that the winds of life blow on everybody. They do. But it's not, you know, the blowing of the wind, it's the setting of the sail. How are you going to set your sail when that disaster happens? How are you going to, which way are you going to go? What direction are you going to take? And, uh, but, the, but the fact that it, if we don't have a way, because a lot, you know, guys, we, we, we release our stress playing basketball. You know, some, some people have sex to, to, to release their stress. Some people, you know, like you said, they sing, but we gotta have something. So to be able to now share with the with our listeners that you can breathe your way to good health, that to me is a phenomenal concept, and I'm surprised that other people are not embracing it. Well, you know what? Since I've been on this mission to um, share what God has given to me that has changed me, um, I see a lot more people. I got invited um, just yesterday to do a breathing experience um, conference, and I was surprised they had part of my name in there, you know, because right. the person that's doing the conference um, literally um, teaches something totally different. So um, she said she's been watching me, you know, and she wants me to be a keynote speaker. Nice. I thought that was really nice. Thank you, thank mm -hmm. you. But I tell you, um, from the beginning, God breathed life, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's about getting back to those simplistic things because our lives have become so complicated with being busy. That's right. You know, we're trying to accomplish so much in a day. I can even say that for myself. I told you how I felt yesterday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had one of <laughs> I didn't get this too, done, you know what I mean? I didn't get that yeah. done. I'm like, uh -huh. Lord, did And then I couldn't get my equipment working yesterday, so, you know, <laughs> we had to reschedule. So yes. it happens, but yeah. it's, it's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to it. That is really the truth. Yeah. That's the key. And know. one thing is stress is not going anywhere. No. It's going to be right here and until we learn how to handle it. Because you know what? Once again, you can go to the gym and work out the entire day. But if you didn't do anything spiritually, mm. it just happened out of your body. That's you know true. what I mean? Because it's still there. Exactly. The issue with that stress you yep. in the first place, that's a good point. So letting go really is the key component. It is. And using the breathing experience or whatever to trigger the release 
is what you're saying. The ladies has, has to be spiritually and physically. Okay. It has to go together at the same time. You now, can't you do one people, part right. and do the other part and expect them to come together. You have to do them both together because you're targeting that particular area of stress mm -hmm. to let it go at that one point in time. So it's got to be able to feed your spirit and release your body. Now, what do pressure. you say to the person? Because we got people of all types, right? We got spiritual and non-spiritual listening to the show. So they hear spiritually, hear God. That person who doesn't hasn't tapped into that or doesn't believe in that, can they still use the breathing experience? And would that bring them into a, a different, or do you have to be connected in a certain way for it to be effective? Well, loaded question. Um, we, yeah, it is because <laughs> God created us all with um, Him in us. Sure. So whether you recognize you're spiritual or not, you really are. Okay. Um, whether you want to be or not, you still are. <laughs> so, um, but one thing I am mindful of is that um, I definitely do teach the Word in um, the spiritual. Um, aspects of learning how to connect with God because that's the purpose of the breathing experience. If you can connect with God and understand that he loves you, that he really cares for you, and that the stress and pressures that you feel you were never meant to carry, you know, I can take you right into Matthew 11, um, 28 to 30. It says, there's an exchange that has to happen. He says, come unto me all who labor and are heavy laden, overburdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. If my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We don't understand that when we um, don't have a relationship with God, then we don't understand spiritually who we are. You know, um, and so I can't teach anything different than what I believe in. Makes That's sense. just the truth. I'm not going to beat anybody over the head. But when you come and know that you're going to get the word, know that I'm not going to beat you over the head with it. But it's going to show you the importance of the relationship with God and how much you can actually gain in your life. You know what I mean? The benefits of having a relationship with God, the benefits of understanding when he's speaking, you can obey that, you know, because every day we have to make choices. Right. If we choose to live, we live. If we choose to die, we die. You know what I mean? So um, to the non-believers, I welcome the non-believers in too, because when you leave, you're going to understand that God is peace. God is love. God is faithful regardless of what we think in the natural. I mean, because if we look around at all the things that we think we should have, would have, could have, have, or done, and then we look at the things we have done and the things that we are doing, then we see the blessings in that. But when we look at the negative side, we can never, never actually see the good, you know? So, um, Spiritually thinking, God is good, the devil's bad. It's just that simple. You know what it I mean? Simple. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was talking to my daughter the other day. You know, because I got you know a younger daughter and and you know you know three daughters and five kids total. You know, I'm very proud of that. Yes. And but you know one of the one of our responsibilities is to you know I said you know because we were at a high school game and I went to send her to the bathroom right. Let go in, big girl, go in the bathroom, and she walks in, and there's a bunch of cheerleaders in there. And they're all just, and I said to myself, I'm, am I sending her to, into the lion's den? You know, because her sister was, no, wasn't there. But it, did she get an experience? And she came out and said, Dad, I'm not going to the bathroom in there. They're in there cussing, they're in there pushing around, fighting, and they're in doing bad things. I said, wow. You see that? She said, I said, you don't even want to go to the bathroom. She says, no. She said, I'd rather find a bathroom that I can go into because I know right from wrong. See, that's um, wonderful. That's wonderful because she recognized chaos, mm -hmm. and she don't want to be a part of it. But I could have robbed her of that experience, mm -hmm. but she got it. Yes. 
So that means that the work that you're doing is working. That's good. good. Yeah. Because it starts in the home. You know, my whole concept of health, spiritual wellness, it started at home. My father taught me how to pray, you Mm. know. Um, And he literally, when I could be in my worst state, he, I could call him 2 o'clock in the morning, screaming and howling. He began to pray. It would just bring a peace inside of me. And after I got done, I'd be like, wow, I sure know how to cut up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I think you all call that, right? But that's what I expect from the Lord sure. because I've been able to identify with that naturally. And I know a lot of people have grown up without their fathers, but there's always a father figure around. Do you recognize it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I think sometimes that we're just too hard on ourselves, too. You know what I mean? As a whole, we don't understand that we're fragile. You know what I mean? That it's important that we take time for ourselves and that when we don't, we suffer. How, how important is self-esteem to women in particular and men dealing with the stresses? Meaning, if you, don't, if you have a low self-esteem, do you give up easily? Do you have hope? What is your take on that? Um, well, I just believe stress beats you up so bad emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do believe um, a low self-esteem is um, synonymous with a mindset of stress. Okay. Yeah, I really do. Um, because I talk to a lot of women um, because, you know, I used to counsel sex addicts. Okay. I was a reproductive health counselor certified um and I had um, funding from the Center for Disease Control. So I got to see a lot of people in their worst states. When I saw an onslaught in the new, with the 1999, 1998, when um, HIV and AIDS was really being exposed, and actually probably started about 1992, mm-hmm. um, when I saw the young women and the destitute mindset, they, a lot of them did have low self-esteem who had HIV and AIDS. And the sad thing about it was that a lot of them were married. Mm-hmm. And they got it from their husbands because a lot of them were virgins. And um, that's what began me. Um, I had a company before called Acts Awareness Comes to Seekers. And I was counseling and coaching those women. And I was taking my job home because I kept saying, God, you know, if a man did that to me, right. I would be trying to handle that myself. Uh, no, right, you know, right, I says, Lord, right, and right. here you have them not knowing what to do. A lot of them were um, different ethnic groups. So one particular Latinos, and they were saying that if they told their husbands, then there would be some physical repercussions that would happen, you know. And um, the thing that really got me out of that was that it was like a circus. We constantly counseled them and coached them for a period of maybe eight years, but after that, they were put into case management. But it was a revolving door because you never really got any resolve, you know. The babies came out um, healthy because they were on an AZT, but the long-term effects of that was bone marrow issues. and So there was so much going on, and that really gave me a greater respect and a heart for really wanting to spread what God had given to me spiritually. You know, I was trying to get everybody um, spiritually aware that, you know what, you can begin to pray and lower your stress, not knowing that it would take me fast forward to this day. Wow. You know, so God, you know, what I always talks about um, convergence, he literally takes your gifts, your talents, and your core strengths, and he brings them to a place of destiny where they meet up, where you have actually done all of these things to get you to this place where he's really going to use you mightily, you know. So we all have that, that journey and that, that road travel to take. I tell you, um, this is something that I believe our listeners are really going to take away, 
download and share because just being able to understand that breathing as as important as it is to live it, it that this gives it a whole nother meaning this gives it a whole nother definition because you can breathe your stress away you can breathe your way to forgive to, to, to deal with unforgiveness yes because we hold a lot I do know that we hold a lot on us and we block ourselves from moving forward in our careers with our family with our you know our relationships we hold a lot back because of that unforgiveness so I really appreciate you coming on the show today and blessing us with that information um, so what's ahead for you because it sounds like to me you're going to be doing a book soon on breathing we I just did I just completed a workbook of questions okay because I believe this when um, you're bringing something together that people are not comfortable with or people just take for granted you really have to educate in the midst thereof mm -hmm. um, I did what I call the breathing experience um, workbook and it asks you a series of questions stuff like um, do you detox with herbs you know um, and I have to find out medical things. I have to find out what your understanding of healing is. Um, and also your spiritual understanding specifically because um, when you understand where you're at, then you'll begin to be, be able to make better choices. Absolutely. So um, I'm actually looking at my website to tell you something that's on my website. Oh, good, good, good. I, that's what I was going to ask you because, in, and just so you know, listeners, we're going to be actually putting up Eliza's information on the show notes page. You'll be able to contact her, get a hold of her, and be able to have her share with you this opportunity. Because if you're feeling stressed, if you are up against the wall, if you don't know where to go, or even if you are out there and you just know that you have some unforgiveness that you want to release and you need some assistance, you definitely want to be able to contact Eliza S. Dukes, uh, spiritual life coach and designer of the breathing experience. We're going to definitely uh, put the information up for you. Yeah, I wanted to say this too. Breathing is life. And um, virtually every health condition and human activity is improved by learning to breathe better. Um, the average person reaches their peak respiratory function and lung capacity in their mid-20s. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> and so that means that we begin to lose respiratory capacity between 10% and 27% every decade of life. So if you're in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s um, and you're taking for granted once again that this breathing that you do normally is going to sustain you, it's not. Because every health condition is connected to it. There literally, science has just recently proven that those who have cancer have it because they don't breathe enough. They don't get enough oxygen in. And because they don't know how to breathe, they don't actually get it down to the bottom part of their lungs to be able to bring it back up to release those toxins that have been building up over all these years. Years. So, wow. um, that's huge. Yeah, it is. I mean, cancer is 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 just. I hate it. Yeah, I know. Right, it's, it's been, but it I'm telling father, you. So yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that right there is key for those who are dealing with it right now. Have it right now, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that you really just listen to that Bre breathing. Uh, I mean, cancer is toxic, and so being able to breathe it out and knowing that now you're educated to know that you can breathe your way to be uh, along with God, to be healed. Yes. But there's a responsibility as well, and I'm hoping that you really get this, and I thank you for sharing that, because for that person who's out there, you're praying, and you're fasting, and, and you know, everybody's praying for you, 
you do have an opportunity as well to, to just learn how to breathe better. You can help yourself and help speed along the process that the doctors won't even tell you about. Exactly. It says shortness of breath and heart disease are directly linked to the heart going into spasms because it's deprived of oxygen. Mm -hmm. A little bit more, I can say studies have shown that there's a high correlation between high blood pressure and poor breathing. Science has proven um, that most emotional issues, including breathing-related anxiety and depression, result from nervous system being out of balance because breathing drives the nervous system. Our breath is life. That's all I can Literally. continue to say. Absolutely. You know? Um, and I'm actually going to begin teaching some classes here in Wilmington. Oh, great, The 1st of March. Where are you going to be teaching that? Um, at um, Reed's Refuge oh, Center. Oh, Fred yes. Reed. All right, all right. Yes, Reed's Refuge, yes. my man. I'm excited about that. You know, I, um, I'm speaking at a few different churches for the next few months, and um, specifically Women's Days and Women's um, Groups, mm -hmm. because I really want women to understand, because we carry so many hats. You know, we try to be superwoman all the time, and when we find ourselves not ever getting a massage, you know what I mean? I'm not taking a quiet walk. And you know what's something I find is so far removed from women now? Mm. Is a bath. <laughs> really? Oh <laughs> because they're so goodness. busy taking showers. Right. What did Esther, Queen Esther, she, she actually bathed in herbs and spices for a whole year before she even met the king. Wow. So you can imagine the aroma that came from her body, the peacefulness, the sweetness, the calmness. And that's what happens when you're stressed. You're no longer sweet. You know what I mean? I tell women, if you if your husband's coming home to a um, a sour prune, he ain't going to be happy with that too <laughs> you long. That you know right, what I mean? Exactly. Matter of fact, you're not even happy with it. So mm -hmm. if you're not taking the time to really rejuvenate yourself, refresh yourself, and knowing how to do it at any moment in time, that's another key component to the breathing experience. I can teach you how to refresh yourself in a matter of moments if you just take the time to reset your focus. Realize that whatever that situation is, it can be put on hold for a moment while you get yourself together. You know what I mean? Because you have the right tools to really take your mind from on that destructive mindset. Because, you know, when you're going off on somebody, cussing somebody out, laying somebody out, who has to come back and repent and ask for forgiveness? It's always that person who's doing it. That's you know, right. you can be right about a situation, but how you respond to it makes you wrong. That's right. You know what I mean? And why you respond wrong is because you got all them toxins and all that pressure and that foggy brain set and that bad attitude dictating to you how you should respond when you should be responding with a mind of peace, a heart of love and forgiveness, and then an attitude of saying, you know what, it's really not even that deep. You just heard it from Eliza S. Dukes, spiritual life coach, recording artist, radio personality, evangelist, and designer of the breathing experience, Eliza this has been a blessing. Thank you so much. How can people get in contact with you? Because I know after they hear this show, they're going to want to contact you. So tell them how they can get in contact with you. Um, you can call me directly at 302-495-9494. Or you can go to my website, thebreathingexperience.com. Or you can email me at Eliza at thebreathingexperience.com. Eliza S. Duke, spiritual life coach and designer of The Breathing Experience. Uh, you have definitely, definitely brought the house down on studio22live.tv. You've educated us, you've educated me, and I'm definitely gonna turn you on to a lot of people that I know that just need to breathe a little bit easier to be able to release them stress and them toxins, and I appreciate, because this is some 
you this is very unique so i thank you so much for joining us and sharing that with us today you're going to be able to get eliza's information on our show notes page as well you'll be able to get access to her website we'll have that information there and we'll give you a snapshot and give you like kind of a, a summary of what we went over on the show today liza thank you so much i appreciate you listen i thank you and um i'm glad to have shared this information because you know when we get more information and get more um knowledge we really do have the wisdom Yes, we do. That yes, God has called us to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. And hopefully we can have you come back. Definitely. For sure. And I'll start breathing. <laughs> <sighs> On purpose. On purpose. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you are tuned in to Steel22Live.tv. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. At the end of every episode, when you listen to Steel22Live.tv, you are always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of your week, the rest of your day, or the rest of the year. And since we're on the topic of health, the one I want to share with you today is a powerful quote from Mr. Jim Rohn, and it's simply this. Take care of your body, because it's the only place you have to live. Studio Thank you so much for listening to Studio22Live.tv. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Don't forget, you can check out the show notes and resource links on your website, as well as subscribe to our newsletter, and you can send us your questions, birthday shoutouts, comments, and suggestions on Studio22Live.tv. Always positive, always on.